This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of Clifford Craft Ministries. The Holy Ghost is the supplier of the power needed for creation or to cause change. Write this down, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. The Bible says from the beginning, amen, that the Spirit of God hovered, moving over the waters. It says, then God spoke. The Holy Spirit was the power to create the change. God Almighty, this is what I said. He was the force, the power that God used to create. Today on Clifford Craft Podcast, we continue a series called Breaking the Chains. These teachings take a biblical look on being a child of God and teaches us how important it is to learn the legal and vital side of salvation. Here is Clifford Craft with part two of a message called Breaking the Chains. You're about your father's business. You got work to do. That's what you're about. Ready? Tell your neighbor, come out. Tell him, tell him like you mean, tell him, come on out of there, come out. Get out of there, come on out of there. Glory be to God. Amen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of anything. Amen. According to the scripture, you will never be left alone. God will be with you always. And right there, Hebrew 13, 5 and 6, and Isaiah 49 and 15, God made a promise to you that he would never abandon you or leave you by yourself. Yet people act just like they're by themselves. When something is wrong, they act like they're by themselves. When they can't figure out life, they act like they're by themselves. When there's problems and issues in their life, they act like they're by themselves. You're not by yourself. Not if you're a child of God. His promise to us is that he ain't going to never leave. Never, ever, never, ever, never leave. You can't make him leave. When God came to you, he came to you permanently to dwell with you and stay with you. As long as you're on this earth, as long as you're on this earth, he will be in you. Glory be to God. I love this scripture right here. It says, can a a woman forget her nursing child? That she should have no compassion on the son of her womb. He said, they may forget, yet I will not forget. I will not forget. I'll tell you why you're here today. I saw a way to show you how to get out of a boat that's sinking and you only have a bucket in your boat. Watch this here, because this is what the Christians have been doing. They've been struggling to stay afloat. And that's not what God asked for us. I came to show you. 
Now, I want you to know that I already know that if you don't try to comprehend, if you don't try to understand that you're going to beat me up, I already know. But I'm going to use as many scriptures as I possibly can. So you beat God up and not me. God has provided all that we need. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the way. I want you to know, amen, that God has provided through his son, Jesus Christ, all that we would ever need. I'm ashamed of myself for going without for so many years doing without. I am absolutely ashamed of myself. And that message that I really want to get into concerning what I just said, amen, I'm going to save it for the last. But I didn't say anything about you. I'm talking about me. I'm not putting you down. There's no reason to to put you down. But I let myself down. I want to show you who we are and why we're here and what we have today. You ready? When you are born again, your spirit is recreated. You had a spirit all the time, but Ephesians chapter 2 said that that spirit in you was dead in the trespasses of its sin because of Adam's sin. Because of Adam's sin, Adam was born again. Let me say this again, but the other way. <laughs> I, I threw a loop over here. Then. Look, look, look. When Adam sinned, he also experienced a type of born again. It was just the opposite. Yeah, you did hear what I said? Amen. Amen. He was born again into sin. Therefore, every child that will come from Adam and Eve, and that would be all of them, would be born what Adam became. Amen. And it would be nothing they could do to change it. There's no science. There's no doctor. There's no medicine. There's nothing anybody can do to keep from being a sinner because of Adam's sin. Everybody, every child, every human being is born in this world a sinner. Romans chapter 3, verse 10, and verse 24 and 25. Romans 3, 10, verse 24 and 25. Every child born in this world, sinners. They're sinners. And unfortunately, there are people in this world that think that they're a good sinner. Hey, 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 I don't do all that stuff all those people over there do. You know, I drank a little beer. You know what I mean? You know, I used to smoke cigarettes, but I don't even do that no more. You know, uh, you know, you know, I ain't got one woman. 
like he's supposed to have five. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, hey, you know, hey, I, hey I, I think I'm doing pretty good. People would tell you that in a heartbeat. I think I'm doing pretty good. I said, no, sir. No, sir, buddy. I don't care if you're sitting on your porch chewing bubble gum and nothing else. If you slip out of here and you die, your rump will end up in a burning fire for all eternity. That's why we all have to be born again. Everybody. Is you right? All right. So when you were born again, your spirit is recreated. It receives the nature and life of God the Father. Let me say that again. Your spirit is recreated. It receives the nature and life of God. But the mind that has held your spirit in captivity in the, the same old, is the same old mind that it was before you were saved. Now listen to this here. All the knowledge the mind had comes from the senses and the senses cannot be renewed. Why? Because they are part of the physical body. So your senses cannot be renewed. They are part of your physical body. Your mind must then be renewed with spiritual things. The word. Prayer. Reading and hearing the word and speaking the word and acting on the word renews your spiritual mind. That's why Paul went from saying Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, where he said, renew your mind, and he gets to Ephesians chapter 4 and said, renew the spirit of your mind, because then that would be correct. The spirit of your mind. Let me take the next 10 minutes to say this right here. I, I, I kind of, this is parenthetical because I just kind of threw it in there. It takes us away a little bit from what we're talking about, but this is so important to you, amen, the, who the Holy Spirit is in your life. And I want you to write this here down. I won't spend a lot of time here, but, but just write this down anyway. The Holy Spirit will help us. He will supply the power to change. He will supply the power to change. And I want you to write these words down. Some of you has already been taught some of this. I know you have. But write down the word exousia. E-X-O-U-S-I-A. Exousia. It is the word power, P-O-W-E-R, in your Bible. And if you write down beside it, Matthew 9 and 8, Matthew 9 and 8, 
and Matthew 28, 18, where you see the word power there in those particular verses, and, and they are uh, all over the New Testament. But I'm using these two because it was speaking of, of the Lord. All right. So the word exousia is a delegated authority, authority rather, to act on the behalf of God, our Father. That's why he gave you exousia. It is so that you can walk in the authority to act on his behalf. In other words, you've been sent by God. You're then sent with power to represent God. He has delegated it so, so that you walk with an authority and that authority came from God. You have, and I say it to you all the time, but you have an authority. Now, what the church do is use that authority in the wrong places, like, like on each other. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Because they have the same equal authority that you have. All right, so now this power is delegated to you by God. And the second one is the word dunamis, or some say dunamis. It doesn't matter. It's D-U-N-A-M-I-S. Dunamis or dunamis is power. Write down Luke 24, 49, where Jesus tells his disciples to tarry and wait until they receive this power. He would not have them to go out and do any of the things that they had been doing while he was with them. But now he's leaving them. He tells them to wait before they do anything or, or to continue doing what they had been doing He's warning them, don't do that. Don't go anywhere without this power that I'm about to give you. It's the word dunamis power. Luke 24, 49. Where he actually tells them to tarry, which we don't have to do anymore, but they did because the Holy Spirit had not come according to Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit came, they had to wait for that. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah. Dunamis, this power is capable of reproducing itself. It comes from the word dynamo. D-U-N-A-M-O, dynamo. It is the dynamic ability to cause change. Now, this power was given to us to cause change. It is to be endued, to be infused, to be endowed with supernatural power to cause change. That's why he gave us that power. One would be authority, power. The other one is to cause change. 
Oh God. See, I've been telling you all the time that God didn't just leave in this world, amen, to be walked over like we were uh, doormats. And we don't always have to sit and cry and complain about something that's going on or something that's going wrong, and we act like we're helpless and can't do nothing about it. I've been telling you that for the longest, but I said sooner or later, I'm going to take some time and teach, and I'm doing it today. You don't have to take what you think that you have to take. You don't have to put up with what you think you have to put up with. Because God has endowed you, infused you with an authority to speak. Number one, dunamis power, you can change things. That's why it was given to you. To change your surroundings. You're on a job. You don't like what they're doing to you. Change it. You have the authority from God and you have the dunamis power to change it. You don't like what goes on in your home. Stop fussing about it. Change it. Change it. You watch this. You don't like your pay scale. Change it. Oh, don't be looking like that. All right, look, look, all right, look, I got the scripture so that you go ask some people, they say, I ain't never heard no crazy stuff like that. I bet they hadn't. <laughs> I just bet they haven't. But I'm going to tell you something. Way before I discovered some of this, Memorial Park, amen, where I act so silly, crying and hollering, take care of my family. God. I just want to take care of my family with this little taste of money. Oh, did he shut me up? He did. I came right back and told the church, didn't I? That's been 30 years ago. I came right back and told the church. I said, do you believe that God said something to me? I dropped on my knees and I cried in the park, Memorial Park, right there on Millish Avenue. I cried. I said, God, you just said. He said, I will make you a man. I felt about that big. After that day, I never cried about money again. Why? Because he had already spoken. He said, I teach you. He didn't change, give me another job with the job I already had. Am I right, Miss Lucy? Amen. Look, look. He did not. He, let me tell you what he did. Amen. Within six months, God Almighty, I feel this. In six months' time, my paycheck had gone from $370 a week. It first changed. It was, the, fir- the first month, it was $425. The second month, it was $520. Uh, uh, the third month, it was $640, I believe it was. Uh, uh, the next month, it was seven something. The next month, it was eight something. And it was, and I was getting bonuses and everything, selling insurance, all kind of bonuses and stuff, all type of free trips, amen. And I went to my wife and I said, listen, uh, I don't need your paycheck. The, the, uh, come on, boo. Come, you better say amen up in here. Amen. Look, that's been 30-something years ago. Amen. I have never needed her paycheck since. Never, never. 
She's a sweetheart. I mean, you know, she buys things for her because you know I ain't gonna buy no clothes. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't have that appetite I used to have in the world. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, amen. But 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 she buys, she buys my shoes, she buys my clothes, amen. You know what I mean? She's just a blessing to me. And then if I get some huge bill that was unexpected or something, she pay it. She sure she got money. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what I said? So I didn't mean to say that that long, but I want to tell you something, people. Amen. Let me tell you something. God Almighty, I feel this here. God has given us what we need to change everything that we don't like. I don't know what to do with you. So for me to sit and entertain people who going to tell me about all they go through and all that, amen. Look, there used to be time I, I would give you a little attention. I don't no more. I just ignore you. You tell me, Bishop, did you hear me? I said, huh? Yeah. Be- why? Because-, <laughs> because I know that you're being taught. I know you are. Amen. And for you to still complain, I'm like, oh, oh. James say, the problem is you're not a doer of the word. You're not doing what you're hearing. The Bible says you're deceiving yourself. That's what the Bible says. It says you're just deceiving yourself. Well, I'll move on from there. Amen. The Holy Ghost is the supplier of the power needed for creation are to cause change. Write this down, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. The Bible says from the beginning, amen, that the Spirit of God hovered, moving over the waters. It says, then God spoke. The Holy Spirit was the power to create the change. God Almighty, this is what I said. He was the force, the power that God used to create Guess where he lives now? In you. Waiting to create all the time through somebody to possess him. Anybody that have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is always waiting to use you. Don't you know that? Amen. God wants you to use created ability that's inside of you. Some of the thoughts that you have had before and you let them go because you thought nobody else would be interested in those thoughts. Those are thoughts that God was giving you to increase you. Don't you know you have had wonderful dreams, wonderful thoughts, but you thought when nobody, you thought it was petty, when nobody looked at it, ain't nobody interested in it. Who told you that? God wants you to create things that have not yet been created. Solving problems is what we do best. God's people are problem solvers. They do that better than anything. They do. But allowing the world to dictate to you, you would never never exercise that authority. And you wouldn't do that. But it's in you to solve somebody's problems. You do it better than anybody in this world do it, I bet you that. 
And I'm willing to bet you that some of the people that became multi-billionaires or multi-millionaires from some type of creation, I guarantee you it was stolen from a child of God. I guarantee you. It was hijacked. Why you say that, Pastor? Because Satan does not have the ability to create. He can only imitate, but he can't create. Everything that he does, he imitates from God. He cannot do what God does. He can only imitate something. Say amen. Amen. Don't you know something? We have a choice in life. Somebody say this with me. God sponsor me. Say it. Say God sponsor me. Say God sponsor me. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.